We thank you for your people who have come today. We thank you for what you are doing in our lives. There is nothing that we desire more than heaven in us. We were born, we were created to be a portal. Through us you gain access into the earth realm and then you begin to bless the nations of the earth. Now, Father, we thank you that you have endorsed our gathering because we were birthed in the spirit. Kingdom Embassy House is your offspring, is your doing. And as such, we thank you that you pour out your blessing and your Holy Ghost upon your people in Jesus' name. We thank you for great things you are still to do through us as Kingdom Embassy House and through your people in the name of Jesus. So as we come now, we pray again, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom be established in our marriages, your kingdom be established in our finances, your kingdom be established in our relationships, your kingdom be established in how we do business, your kingdom be established in every sphere of our lives in the earth. In the name of Jesus Christ, the church said, Amen. Now let's go to Nautica Peter, First Peter 2, 9. Amen. First Peter 2, 9. In the name of Jesus. That's why we're going to start. We're going to touch a little just for those who are not here. Now, forgive me, Bazwani, because we had said that we were going to focus on kingdom expansion in the month of June. Now, this, what we are doing here now, we may have to do this next, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this in two weeks time because I, I haven't even spoken about kingdom culture in terms of what do we do as Christians. I'm talking about world culture for now and where all these things come from so that by the time we focus on the actual culture of Christians, you know exactly where all these things come from. So just bear with me. I, I will address certain things next week and then I will close the other week, which then means we will have to focus on kingdom expansion in the month of August, which also I cannot do until I speak to you about heaven and hell. I need to address the issue of heaven and hell. There's no way you really can talk about evangelism without giving people an understanding of what hell is about. It is all. Because without your understanding of what is going on, your passion and a sense of agency to win the lost, I find the moon on a sample. So if I do not minister to the world, what is at stake? What is going to happen if I don't minister? So we cannot just do it blindly. The Bible speaks of hell. Hell is not There's no hell. If God is a good God, how would he create hell? No, there is a hell. The Bible speaks of it. It's a real place. We're going to talk about it. 
Amen. It's in the Word. All you must know, he, it was never created for God's people. It was made primarily for angels uh, and those who had uh, 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 left him and rebelled against him. But if the world behaves in the same way as the Father, they've chosen to align themselves with on earth, then God has got no other choice but to send you there. Amen. Amen. But heaven belongs to God's people and it's there. As we speak right now, there's something happening in hell. Right? There's an activity in hell right now. And we must understand the workings of hell. The trauma, the, 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 the pain, how intense that thing is. Everything that has to be spoken of the Bible, there's enough that's revealed in scripture concerning hell for us to be able to minister on it and to give you an understanding on it. So we will, we will do that before we, we go to kingdom expansion. Now this particular scripture in 1 Peter 2.9, it says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. Amen. Now, last week we mentioned to go to in the Garden of Eden before Genesis 3, verse 5. Genesis 3, verse 4, and there's a full stop there. Now, before the full stop from Genesis 1 and 1, when it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, there was a way, God's way of doing things there. The God wanted to raise a, a people, a nation, who were going to behave like heaven on earth. He says, have dominion. He says, I, 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 I'm making them in my image and in my likeness. I am making them in my likeness. As the Father does, so they will do. That's what Jesus said. I only do what I see my Father do. That is what God had intended in the book of Genesis before that other voice came, which we're going to talk about and remind you of what we discussed last week. Now, you will realize that in, 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 the, in the Garden of Eden, there was no ukukaba. There didn't kaba. There's a reason for that. There's a reason. Now, we, you and I, Sakuri Lokshin, and we, we, we are black and proud African people. Yeah. And rightly so. Gazingat, you cannot change the fact that I am Umsun. You cannot change that. So they're just set. It's cast in stone. So because we are so full of and you are told this is your identity now if there is one thing that people are going to defend with their blood if they have to is identity is your selfhood 
because that's who you are. It's like if 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 you take this away, then I I am done. Go banat. If 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 you strip me of this thing, then what are you leaving me with? And the missionaries didn't do us any favors when they came, because when they came, they I don't know what they, their agenda was, but we now we know through history that they had their own intentions, not all of them, but some of them. And they misinterpreted uh, the whole thing. They made it uh, weaker than it, what, what is meant to be. We know, uh, I remember Zimela told, told me this once, and it, there was a time when Umozo Mukeru Jesu and that ran parallel with so we understand the resistance we understand the very cautious because they made us to look up in the sky while they were stealing the cattle while they were stealing baba. And you're asking us to just lift up your eyes and focus on the things above, not on the things below. And then they say, but the things below, that's what the missionaries were focused on. They didn't focus much on the things above. They focused on the things below. And you are coming and you are saying, we must focus on the things above. So then there's that resistance. So much resistance. But at the end of the day, when God raises kingdom churches, kingdom-oriented churches. A kingdom-oriented church must then begin to, to teach the kingdom of God and begin to tell you, oh, we are a nation in our own right. We have a king. He rules. We have our own culture. And we must begin to exercise and manifest and do things on earth. So there was no then uh, there, there was no such thing as praying to the spirits. There was no such thing as a pan. That comes at a later stage. Whenever God spoke, the Bible says God would come in the cool of the day and he would speak with them. He had a communion, he communed with them. Every time God spoke to Adam, they grew spiritually. They didn't have a scripture to read. They, whatever God said, that was it. Whatever he had said, they were going to become according to what God had said. In the midst of that, the Bible says, in verse number four, in the book of Genesis, a contrary voice begins to speak. Mm. Amen. Amen. There's a voice that speaks. We're going to come back to that. Um, amen. Let's just go back to it, Mama. There's a voice that speaks in the book of Genesis. Now, in the history of creation, that had never happened before. Every time God would come, and the atmosphere equal and the show the, the, the entire atmosphere under the earth space 
would carry the airwaves, would carry the voice of heaven. For the first time in the, in the book of Genesis, if it's not up here, then let us just uh, let's go back, Mama. Amen. Let's go back to where we started in the beginning. Let's go to the book, book of Genesis chapter 3, all of us. Let's go to Genesis uh, chapter 3, verse 4 and 5. Let's just, uh, just revise just a little bit, and then we're going to carry on from where we left off last week. Uh, Genesis chapter 3, verses 4 and 5. The Bible says, Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Now, that had never happened before. When God spoke, there was never a voice that contradicted heaven ever before. Now, what I told Abazon last week was that when that voice spoke, that voice represented a world. It represented an agenda. It represented a message in a particular culture. Yes. Not just a serpent speaking. Yes. He speaks and whatever he's saying, that whatever he says is going to be the, the content, the culture content. So if he says, go this side, when you begin to do that, you are practicing what he said. Amen. So that it becomes the culture of that particular kingdom, whatever you, you, you obey, whatever you fall under and you obey, you become that. Yeah. So when you look at that scripture, don't be uh, just too narrow. I want you to understand that when he said that he represented something big. So if you are going to obey that voice, you basically are saying, this is the voice I choose to identify with. This is the message. Yeah. I chose to fall under. Yeah. The message is a messenger. Yeah. So that's the messenger I choose to believe. Yeah. That's the message I choose. The rest of my life, that is what I want my life to look like. Yeah. It will resemble this. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says then he, the, the, the serpent speaks, he says, you shall not. You shall not. So when God says, you will not drink igazi, the voice says, you will drink blood. When God says, you will not worship or build altars for the dead, the voice says, you will. Because. Amen. When God says, you will not have sexual relations uh, with an animal or with whatever God said in the book of Leviticus, this voice is saying, no, you will. And then he gives them reasons why they should do it. You remember when we discussed that last week? Yeah. For instance, in the book of uh, Leviticus chapter 19, the Bible, you shall not have any cuttings in your flesh for the dead. We read this last week, no tattoo any marks on you the voice comes and it says no there are valid reasons why you should cut your body so when that happens in genesis it opened up an an alternative yeah. which 
There can be another voice that I can choose to obey and to follow. So whenever God says, do this, always know that there will be another voice in the earth that will say, don't do that. And it will give you reasons why you should do what the voice says you must. Now, that has carried on. Uh, he has been contradicting God from that time until today. Amen. Amen. Now, then that took us to Genesis chapter 6. Now, I need to talk to you about that because you may as well know that everything may just go back to Genesis chapter 6 when it comes to what we call uh, identity and our roots and everything else. Amen. So we went to Genesis chapter 6. It says, the, the Bible reads, Now it came to pass when man began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of man, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. There were giants, which is called the Nephilim, on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them, those were the mighty men who were of old men of renown, sons of God, the Bible says. Amen. Now, sons of God, some uh, theologians, because they, you know that in, in, in the church, we must be careful about so-called theologians, because the, the church is infiltrated. The church has got, it's, it's, it's a mixed, it's a mixed Within the church, the enemy has been able to plant, to plant voices that will contradict what God says. They are theologians with a degree, a PhD. When they look at the word sons of God, now they will tell you a direct thesis, the PhD. And they will tell you why it's not angels, those. And it's a contrary voice. Yeah. This is why when you hear, there's a lot of stuff like it in the world, by the way. So that you always understand that. For an end to a tribulation, a rapture. A rapture, there are people who believe that there's a pre-trib, the ones that are before governing group. And there are people who believe it's going to be a mid-trib. Perhaps in a tribulation. So if you're in the midst. In other words, the first three and a half years. Now in the midst of that, we are raptured. And there are people who believe it's going to be post-trib. In other words, Master Scotia will join Israel. At the end of it, then God comes and He takes us. So it's good to understand the word and then trust the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we listen to something, it just doesn't say amen. 
doesn't, it doesn't, that doesn't sound like the, the nature of the Father. You cannot pinpoint that like what he has, but we end up is that when you're flipping this channel, somebody's preaching a powerful message, but it's like, what is it about this gentleman? And you're not sure. But no canonisa one plus one or two more tool. And you find yourself flipping channels because it just doesn't say amen. So let us not call it. They are in the realm of the spirit, not in the intellect. Amen. It's revelation knowledge. Amen. Amen. So okay, these are sons of God. According to the Bible, they, they were angels who came. They were called the holy watchers. Their job was to protect the nations of men. That's what their job was. They looked upon women down there and they had sexual relations with them. Amen. Uh, they are called the fallen ones, holy watchers. Now, when you study these things, you will realize that it wasn't even an agreement. They didn't go there to say, please, they, they, they grabbed them. It wasn't, there was no mutual agreement and consensus because they're wicked beings. So the offspring in Zalo, Yalapo, Kuleodo, it's called the Nephilim. In Zalo, the in Ghana Zabo. But when Zulu, Zakula talking about Zim Zim, I'm a Zim Zim. There is a one of the of, of, of the fallen angels was Zazazum. There's, there's a Zimzim in, in one of the names. Yeah. If you if you start. So Zimzim law, it's not that Zimzim It's it's a name, a name of something. Flowing somewhere from so there were half human and half angel beings. Uh, wicked. Now, those of you who understand Greek mythology, another thing I need to point out to you, Bazalogoti, not everything that's called myth is myth. Yeah. You know what they say? Uh, it's a legend. Long time ago, in Kukuisakuluma, they said, I don't know what this is. Oh, those, most of, the, of those things were real. Yeah. But over time, they lost irrelevance because the, the church fathers even they didn't even believe in such stuff yeah. it was too top shelf for them to wrap their minds around it yeah. so that information was relegated to that status of a legend no such thing could not have happened yeah. you could not have had a situation where angels have relations with 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 women how does it happen and they begin to try to wrap their minds around it because like so they, they dismiss it as a myth. So I wanted to know, so they speak about Hercules and, and there's lots of them. Now because in Hollywood understands more than we do. Hollywood is deep in Hollywood. In the States, they, they know too much. Now they they they, they, they are characterized these these creatures. So there's uh, Hercules, there's a uh, it's these beings who are, who are so mighty. When, when you compare them to human beings, we just don't match them in any way. 
There were huge beings. There were huge creatures. There were wicked creatures. That's you. Amen. Hallelujah. That's 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 us. So I told the people last week, Maxwell Goliath. It's not a is God as a virgin active Goliath. Goliath was a humongous, gigantic beast. Only God could take that thing out. It's only the, the hand of heaven that could have sorted that giant out. Otherwise, they were, they were amazing beings, so huge, so big. I want to see if I can find more of them here so that you can see. Wicked things. You will remember Eves, that's, that's them, that's their fossils. Now, this is evidence that they were there. Now, the guy there, their job is to dig up fossils. They don't care whether they are over to look at CNN in National Geographic and all these people to say, look at what we have discovered. And then they, they that, that, that's, that's who they were. So the, the evidence in terms of scientific evidence is there that these things exist. Now, you must know how they link up to culture. So in the book of Numbers, you'll remember when they were sent to spy out the land, who Joshua says, the go, we want to take this land. Now go and just spy out the land. See who is there and give us a report. Now the people who were chosen to go and spy, I people no, no side division problem. And people exaggerate. So it's people who are sober minded. So he sends them out and he says, just go spy, bring back a report so that we know exactly who we are dealing with. And the Bible says, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to cope to overcome it. But the man who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, the land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak, came from the giants' interpretation, and we were like grasshoppers. This is why Imam began. They were not exaggerating. It was not in, in, in hyperbole. Because here you are dealing with the leader of, of the nation who has instructed you to go and find out what's going on so we can go and possess. 
So you can't, you can't come here and, and, and talk your own exaggerations. So he, t- he gives them a report. When we look at them and we weigh ourselves and we measure ourselves, see we, we, we were like grasshoppers to them. Then we explained to the saints last year, we would, every time you, you talk about Hittites, he, he Hivites, all the ites, if it ends with ites, those were giant nations. I told Oney last week that when God then said, go into a place and kill everything, don't leave even a little baby. I remember when I was growing up as a kid, how cruel God is that he would allow the soldiers in how could you allow them to destroy and massacre innocent babies? Now we know that they were not real people. They, they were contaminated. They, they were a hybrid. They were not proper human beings. God was dealing with a, a, a race that had made itself into the earth without his endorsement. The high breed, the Nephilim, and their offspring, they were not sent by heaven. They had an agenda here, one, to contaminate the bloodline who was in Azari of Jesus. It was their number one agenda, I'm gonna come to that. So understand that even when it comes to a flood, who's on call, to say, how could a good God submerge the whole earth under the heaven? No, he was, he was cleansing the earth. This is why he says he was so sorry that he had made man in the earth. So God, through the flood, he begins to deal with this race that is just, it's just multiplying at a speed. And the way things are happening in time, will not happen until God starts anew. He must build from scratch. So he must wipe them out and start again with a new breed of people whose blood is pure. And it's not been, there hasn't been an intermarriage. That's why he instructs them. He says, don't marry. Because what's going to happen is you are you are attacking the gene, the human gene. You are bringing a, a, a contaminated breed into your system. Whatever is born does not have God. It's not God. It's not a human being proper. It's half demon and half human. Hallelujah. So when these beings came, when you read, they... It's, it's, it's these things which brought uh, metal weapons. They, they, they gave people different knowledge forms. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wrap up because I can start today's, uh, today's uh, message. Just imagine. I have a lot of time. Thank you. <laughs> they, are, they are wicked beings. The Bible says the earth was full of violence because of them. They introduced the astrology. 
Ukfundwa kwenye kanyezi On the Gemini Uzipui Gemini May 24 Now you can predict They, they taught you can then predict your future from that reading. They, they, they brought secret knowledge. Which was not supposed to make it into the earth. They opened portals so that people can bow to them. They are able to do things that no one else can do in the earth. No king has got so much knowledge and power. Magical powers. I told the kids, I said, there's a difference between a trick and magic. A trick, I can take my car down from walk by and I make you think what I went. But you can also do the different teaching. A trick you can you can teach somebody, there's nothing evil about it. I'm just fooling you to think what magic is different. Magic is supernatural. Magic is sponsored by demons. There are things magicians do which are not supposed to be done by a human being. Yeah. They get sponsored power. I know David Copperfield. When I was watching Zatale New Lens, he's, he, he's, he has an audience and uh, so he just takes off from stage. I switched off the TV. He, he, take, he, he took off, off, and then they, they, but I think I'm about to have a little now, just to show you there's nothing connecting, transparent. He took off and he flew, and I switched the TV off. Because you're realizing that this is, this is wickedness. It's wickedness at its best. This is why the Bible says we are not to be part of such stuff because when you do that you are falling under a certain umbrella yeah. you cannot go to a magazine and look at Sagittarius spices the voice is a, it's a contrary voice it's yeah. safe irrespective of the promise of God the voice says this month emotionally you're going to find yourself like so dark and when Financially, you are going to experience that is a whole lot of nonsense as long as it's not the voice of God. No, the voice you submit to. Okay, so they taught witchcraft. I don't know. when uh, There was a time when I didn't believe in such stuff. When I didn't believe that there was something called a, like, a, like a ghost. Like what this guy said, uh, Ma, what it, uh, during the day, um, I don't believe that they are ghosts, but at night I get more open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> at night I get more open-minded. <laughs> so witchcraft is real. A person can abandon to I point at Angel What do you think? There is sometimes I don't know how people think that if they can do that. Senzantina, what, what powers do we have to, to counter yeah. that thing? So, though, I want you to know, don't be fooled. It's, it's concoctions, is it? According to the knowledge system, that if you take this thing and mix it with this thing, 
Those things were revealed to them. But I want you to understand stuff. Otherwise, you cannot pray properly if you don't understand these things. Don't be small in your thinking. The devil is not a, 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 a kid. He doesn't play games. Yeah. Yeah. No, he called. Yeah. He called. Witchcraft is real. Yeah. And the enemy is, is, is very... What he has is power. Yeah. He doesn't have authority. authority. Yes, yeah. Power he has. Yeah. This is why a Christian has both authority and power. Because Usatana, he... He builds structures where he's not supposed to. He builds something in your life that God has not established. And the authority of a Christian says you're not supposed to build it. Then we bind the, the activity of the enemy and we lose the kingdom of God. That's authority. Authority is received from a higher power, higher office. It's, it's, it's the right. It's legislation. But you have a right to do this. You don't have a right to do that. Amen. So they came, they taught people in occult psychic abilities. Yeah. And somebody do a palm reading. They give me your hand and they look at your hand and they look at the lines and uh, the configuration. They say, okay, but can future looking at you at, 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 at the palm of your hand? There's a lot of stuff like that that's done. But about that glass now, there's a lot of stuff that, that happens. They are even able to resurrect the demonic spirits who yeah. resemble people from your bloodline who have passed away. Yeah. They can mimic their tone, their voice tone, their tonality. Yeah. They, they know stuff. Yeah. So if you are a blind person, you don't understand what's going on, you find yourself being drawn We have prophetic. I remember before I got saved, I went to this man in Indian Gao Tong well, that is what one has been exposed to. And I promise you, if you don't understand that the enemy is real, you will fall prey to all these things in Zegala because you must know. Oh, he's not, he's not, he's not a baby with Manchester United, they both when I'm still name pod and the fuck. He's not like that. He's a real being and he means business. He wants to take you out. Hallelujah. So they corrupted the earth as one. If you carry on to Genesis chapter 6, verses 9 and 12. I may as well just leave the rest of this because I need to then come to what we are supposed to do today. Amen. Uh, can we then go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10? Just allow me just to skip a whole lot of other things there because of time. Amen. Because of time. 
We are coming. No, we are coming. We have so that you understand exactly what these things are. If, if I don't have it yet, then I have to read it out loud. But just go in your Bible. First uh, Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, verses 18 to 21. I'm going to read that quickly. And then I will explain it to you. Then we'll come to these people. Uh, observe Israel after the flesh are not those who eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar what am i saying then that an idol is anything or what is offered to idols is anything rather that the things which the gentiles sacrifice they sacrifice to demons and not to god and I do not want you to have fellowship with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and of the table of demons. Amen. Now, there are three things I want you to note there, Basalwa. Uh, it's not there. Let's just, maybe I should take these people out of your face. Yeah. Amen. Just as a scary, a scary picture. Amen. There's another one coming. I'm sorry. That's ugly people. That's what the devil wants. Amen. All right. Now, there are three things. Just, just look at me. Just forget about the visual. Amen. The first word there is altar. Out the altar. The altar was a meeting place. Out the meeting place. It's a meeting place between God and man. Amen. So it is mentioned in the scripture we've just read. Now, since they could not go to the gods, they had to bring gods down here. So they made certain things down here to attract the gods. So an altar is where men meets with God. In their case, it's where they met with their gods, small g, which we now know as demons according to Paul. Amen. Amen. The second word I want you to know there is the word sacrifice. Amen. It's mentioned in that scripture. They sacrifice to demons. Amen. Now, that word means to draw near. You, you do something to bring yourself closer. It's the word carbonate. It means to draw closer or to draw near. You do something so that you can draw near. That one draws near to you through your sacrifice and you draw near to them. Amen. At the heart of it, is substitution. What is substitution? It's an exchange. It's an exchange. Income represents you. Represents you. Through the goat, you are there. It is standing in your place. Because of Ubibami, Yashweleza. So this thing I am giving in my stead. So if I kill it, 
the blood, each blood represents my life. So, I have left myself through the sacrifice that I have given. Now, it's going to remain there for many years to come. There is no time frame until I repent. Once through the offering, he knows about that thing when he because the Bible, when one pigeon falls, he knows. When you gave that goat, or the uncommon moment, or the it's also in heaven, it's recorded, plus in hell, it's recorded. So it's not just an exchange, a lunch. It is stamped in heaven, it's recorded, it's registered. When it happened 50 years ago, in your bloodline, someone gave the blood. What she, what she seen, Another word that's mentioned there is the word demon. Now, I want you to know that there is no such teaching that says your, your ancestors I don't even know how you would even come to that conclusion. Because I'm going to explain to you briefly what demon A human being cannot transform into a demonic entity once they die. It can't happen. There's no such thing that a, a human being, a person that you knew, a demon is a different spiritual entity. Yeah. Separate from human beings. So, Uguti Umuntu Oma Seko Uba a demon, Shama Kodwa, Pasmatila Baba Sindhisi, Usamanya Makol, Adrava Sindhisi, So, there is no such thing. Now, a demon, Bazalwan, I don't know what your, 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 your understanding is of, of these things. We know that God created angels according to Ezekiel 28, verse 13. In the they are created beings, and Lucifer was one of them. We know that. But a demon is a different entity altogether. Now, we need to explain that in the light of the Nephilim. Because a demon. Ah, two just so they must be cast out of people's bodies. They are called, they are disembodied spirits. In a more, I know Zimba. Now note Before, there was a time when demons had a body. They are disembodied spirits. Now, they are now without physical bodies. Amen. Now, angels have bodies. They may not be physical, but angels have bodies. They are spirit beings, but they have bodies. Yeah. Amen. Now, demonic spirits, they don't have bodies. So, they they crave. And I'm going to tell you where they came from, too. They crave a physical body. You don't think they do whatever they do to end the right to occupy and to remain in a body. Yeah. Their preoccupation, their activity in the earth is to earn the right to occupy and possess a physical body. Once they possess that physical body, 
they own it. And that person then begins to express. do their bidding. Yeah. They can express intando kasatane through that individual. Hence the Lord says they must be cast out. They don't belong in a human body or in an animal. They must be yeah. cast out. Amen. Now, let, let us explain then Chibazanuti where, where this came from because but we are built, I need to build this thing with you. Yeah. I cannot hasten this teaching name. It will not be done properly if I did. Now, we know that when a human being dies, they go to either heaven or in those days to show paradise. That's what happened. When a human being died, if they knew God, they went to paradise. If they didn't know God, they went to Esogwen. Sure, Hades, right. Where did the Nephilim go? The soul of the giants, when a giant died, since they are half human and they are half demonic, where did they go? What happened with them, their, their soul remained in the earth they remained in the earth what what now we we know as demons because god had never created demons before yeah. what we now know as demons they are disembodied spirits souls of the nephilim yeah. of the giants this is why my father also because he is so mighty like their father of born long apart he is too powerful because he we are twenty and very we lay on so he 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 would break chains because this being is 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 possessed by a demonic spirit their job Bazalwan is to cause you to be desperate for their ancestors, which, which were those huge beings. In other words, they will give you poverty. They will give you sickness. They will give you things about Zeyuguti. Only their fathers can answer. Now I'm trusting God for you to understand this. So, so what they do is they, they, they create um, drought. They create uh, these huge beings they had the ability to give people those things yes. so they bring you to a stage where for you to be able to get these yeah. you must go to them for protection yeah. there are there are wars and there's stuff happening in the earth and you must align yourself with a certain power so that that particular power can protect you. You will then take a, a, an offering to a god of war so that the god of war can then protect you. Then they will go straight to a, a spirit that is man's soul bring about fertility. They were able to manipulate the laws of nature. They did that. And then you take your offering 
and you bring it before that God. And by so doing, you come under the umbrella. Now you know that you are safe. Now you know that, that God is going to come and protect you and defend and fight for you and cover you in that particular area. Say amen, Bazalwa. Leviticus 17. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm trusting God with this vision and I'm trying. Amen. Uh, Leviticus 17. That's where we talk about the blood. Amen. Can we just read that? It's gone. And whatever man of the house of Israel or of the strangers who dwell among you who eats any blood, I will set my face against that person who eats blood and will cut him off from among his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. Therefore I said to the children of Israel, no one among you shall eat blood, nor shall any stranger who dwells among you. In the life of every thing that lives, it's in its blood. Amen. So when you offer ikazi, you are offering a life. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. When you cut yourself open, 
and then you say prayers, basically you're opening a door. Yeah. As soon as your blood flows out, it's an offering. Jesus. You are offering your life. You are giving your life to that particular entity. Yeah. You are giving what? My life. I'm giving my life. I'm giving my life. Because in King of Uti, as far as you cast, I'm going to figure out my love. Because I'm not going to move in general. I'm going to move in general. Where in Kila before? Now, when you can say, my love, in general. Now, whether he understands or he doesn't, that's fine. But we must have an understanding ourselves. Then I'm a soul, I'm a cause, and I'm a pity. To understand where these things began and what they mean, what they are about. So, through Ikas, the enemy gains access to your bloodline. I'm giving him my blood and my genes, and whoever comes after me, I am offering my life yeah. to that entity yeah. I, i'm hoping next week to to go through these things as a cause and because i was it just led me to this gentleman who just understands the whole lot yeah. he wrote a phd on on, on on blood sacrifices he did his research for years mm. Oh God, what it means, what, what, why everything is, why am I pushing the matter? What it all means. Because as long as Usatani can, he wants to own us legally. Yeah. Once you give him your blood, even heaven yeah. can do nothing about it. Yeah. Because legally, he can say and stand before God and say, He gave me his life. She gave me her life. And according to your holy law, spiritual, eternal jurisprudence, it is you can't interfere with it. Until it goes like a Jesus. Please, please, undo everything that the enemy has done. So, you can't Spiritually, it is symbolic of handing over that individual or family. You, you're handing them over. Now, last week, we spoke of the unintended recipient. Yeah. Of the sacrifice that I made because God was me in my head, but they are unintended recipients in the realm of the spirit. Yeah. Okay. The, 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 they receive it because yeah. Yeah. He keeps on handing it back until he figures So when the enemy now toward the doctrines of demons, 
Yeah. Then they talk to you about going back to our roots. Yeah. Do you know how deep your roots go? Do you know how deep your roots? I told the people last week that originally we are Mazula. But if you trek, we come where somewhere from Egypt and say Ethiopia. That's where we come from. Before Shah, no sons are called. That's why we came from Amanda. When we were there, the seven Now, by the time we get to Egypt and Egypt, now we are closer to the Genesis 6 situation than ever before. So, when we say we are going back to our roots, they will never tell you how deep and how far your roots go. Unwittingly, unwillingly, we find ourselves sacrificing. Hey, when they tell No, in your mind, that's what you think. Hey. But in the spirit, it goes too deep to the point where you have ended your life. Now, without Jesus, you are marked. Do you know that this part of the it's about you being marked? Yeah. You are marked. You are Gaga. I remember Gabo, I remember Reza, Yekala. Nala. I remember all that. Now, when we get, let's go to those uh, people. Now, Basil one. When you preach and you teach on this thing, you must understand one thing. See, Lendole, it's called scarring. Now, in the modern day, the last 20 years has gone down yeah. uh, because of, of modernization. Lendole is for a number of reasons. One, to identify with your clan, why they would belong to your clan or tribe. That's one. Maunje. Who belong elsewhere in the Sobani. Number two, they did this, they said for health reasons. I have no idea how that would link. But that's that's that was one of the reasons. They also did this for for beauty because it was a key ID card. You are wearing your ID document. Because you would look like that, they would know exactly who looks like that, so who should you show up? I don't know why I would have to prove who I am because I'm here. <laughs> so that's what they did. So they would take to an incision. Anything that you do and who propose it goes right there. Because with all of these things, when you catch yourself and then there are words pronounced into the atmosphere, you have, you have stepped out of this as a pure culture. It diversity, There's no Once now we have stepped into the demonic. Yeah, the, uh, Always remember that. There must not be shedding of blood. 
as God recognizes it to the kingdom culture. Umuntu wapalaliso wawahlatshwa once and for all. For all of us. And now we will tell you also why. So they did this. Now if you watch, uh, what, which movie is this, Joshua? Black Panther. Imagine you are Joshua. Joshua. Where's Joshua? Of nine. Imagine. Oh, now the fathers have instructed, Sir, according to tradition, that you bring him on the altar so that he connects with the ancients, so he must be subjected to this. If you don't do that, you are exposing him to all sorts of stuff in the earth. He will not prosper. He will not be protected. He will not uh, experience certain breakthroughs in his life. That's what they do. Go to the other one. Amen. Baba Omudu. husband Now he is doing this because someone has told him that if he does this, he is closer to some gods. Can you just give us another one, one more? But I want to say, and when you speak about it, don't be too harsh and be too cruel. I want you to understand. So you speak with grace and wisdom. And there are Christians today, Abanjal, which you must learn how to handle that too. But when you are in Christ, when a new creature, all the things have passed away. Whatever that thing meant, it doesn't apply to you. have disconnected from all the spiritual um, implications of being like that. That is his, uh, his bed. So if, if, if he has a wife, his wife must put up with this bed. This is a woman. Oh. <laughs> Next one, if we have the last one, uh, ne- let's go. Next one, please. Amen. Now, this one is more modern. It's more modern. But you see how deep that goes. But so God has not called us into Agar Jesu went through the most scarification. This is how Jesu for us to be released from such, he took all this stuff upon himself. Yeah. When they describe how Jesus looked like, yeah. none of these people would match. Because when they wept in Inyama, they he paid the price once and for all. So that those who come into the kingdom will experience fullness of life and you don't ever have to go through. It's the enemy who imports demonic practices into culture. There's nothing wrong with the Kogibesh. Nothing wrong with Ilamu, with Uxina, with our Kizinuku, the Sikdayo, Papamazolo. There's nothing wrong with him. This is a pure teaching of, of community. 
All these beautiful Zulu things, a call But as soon as you shed blood, as soon as you go to a corner and speak words to someone, you have deviated. You have crossed the line into the demonic. Almost yeah. there's nothing wrong with being umzolo. Yeah. You can wear a shwesh as much as you want. We are not talking about those things. Yeah. We are talking about what the enemy has brought in under the guise of culture yeah. and hid it in culture so that these things will gain permanence. We are going to say, If he hides it in culture, we will defend it. It will have longevity. Yeah. I will even tell my kids, this is how you do this. Yeah. He is very smart. Yeah. So the message of the kingdom, therefore, does not despise Obzolo. Does not despise Isiko Lamangoli. Yeah. What it does, it takes out what the enemy has planted into it, yeah. it, 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 it distinguishes. It keeps a lot of fellows that are not Before the throne of God, there were nations yeah. and languages, yeah. which means he loves diversity. Masko Giri has a last week, man. Magitila. Holy, holy, God loves that. Yeah. It's diversity. Amen. It's different languages expressing their love for you. We don't look the same. You make declarations and pronouncements in the spirit, and you are saying what's not to him to someone, then you have crossed the line. Pastor Rani, there's so much more. Can you just stand as we prepare to take communion? I just want us to pray for a few moments. Just excuse me, there's a lot of stuff I'm, I'm just leaving. Let's just stand and just pray for a few moments in Jesus' name. Father, we give you praise. We thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Let us thank God, Bazwane, for His goodness. The fact that God has set us free, that we have been delivered from the lives of the enemy. Just thank God. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Let's pray, but thank God. Thank God. I don't have to be under that bondage. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Lord Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord 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 Jesus. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I wanted to understand the communion differently. I will not talk too much about it. But then, we are sad. 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 We are Mounted the new music, that's how Mumus are being quite big. We are any so moose, and because they believe Let when the Lord Jesus says uh, he gave them a revelation. It's called Holy Communion. The bread represents his body, Umzimbawake, the blood, the cup represents the blood. People spend money. We are the strongest family. We we, we we are going to donate and slaughter these cows to ensure such that because you gave so much you sacrificed so much you will then have the backing and the covering there is no better sacrifice as when it was ever given. What he did was he outdid the world. They give their own kids. For wealth, I need to go to Costa Zwa. Twala. 
What God did was he realized that we are going to live in a world that you progress in as long as your altar is strong. So what God did was he said, I'm going to cause them to have the strongest altar ever. Oh, Jesus, when he lies on the cross, the cross is basically an altar. Jesus is the Lamb, Holy Son of God, given as a sacrifice once and for all. God is outdoing the world. In other words, He's giving His own Son to say, 10,000 oxen after this one, it will not match Him. Because He is the Son of God. Holy. No one's going to get in there as who 10,000. I'm giving this 10,000. This whole nation who's in it will never work against this one. Because this one, one Nikele, Lua, Ubabe Zuluin, Um Nikelum Ko. So Ujesu then becomes the sacrifice that is given by God the Father. Washtaba Utiko. They will reap the benefits of this altar and this offering. They will never be outdone. Whoever comes after them, no matter what they give, no matter what they put on the altars. Last week, whatever they did, sometimes they do those things against you and your family. They go to a holy community. Go eat again. When I come to the Lord, I say, Father, I'm not so in Even if I did have, there would not be enough. I don't have much to give. I want to give what you gave for me. I present the sacrifice that you gave already on my behalf. I bring the body of Christ because the Bible says he died in my place. My altar is overflowing with the blood of the Son of God. I am presenting the blood of your Son on my altar. Let my altar overflow. With the blood of the Son of God. Yes. When you stand up as one well from that prayer, you are the most powerful person yes. in the universe. There is no stronger altar anywhere in the world compared to that one. Because what you did was you said, Father, I, I understand and I believe. That you've already given an offering for me. Yeah. 
I am not going to give any other offering. I don't have any other offering to give. I want to present on the altar that which has been given on my behalf already. So Lord, I come and I present the body of your son. So as you break the bread, you are saying, Lord, this is the body, the body of your own son. That's all I have. When you take up the cup and you say, Lord, this is the blood I recognize. And I present that back to you as you gave it to me out of love. Then it becomes the strongest of all altars. This is why Amazon to take communion every day. That means Whenever you do this, you bring into remembrance what Jesus did on the cross. You bring into the present what happened on Calvary. So you can choose as a born again believer. Every day, yes, I'm going to have communion, whether it's once a day or once a week as a family. It, but you must know. The blood protects you. Heaven comes and God begins to identify with you. Lift up your hands, Pastor. I know you've got the cup. Now, Father, we thank you today. We thank you for the sacrifice that was given on our behalf. We have nothing else to give. And we don't want to give anything else. Because we recognize the power of what you have already given. We acknowledge the power of the sacrifice that you gave. The Lamb of God without sin. We choose not to give the blood of those complaining animals who die in pain, murmuring, complaining. But Father, we come today to present that which has already been given to us. In Jesus' name. I want you to open that puzzle one in Jesus' name. Amen. As Unani Kobega ever hand over, just open the top thing here. The transparent and take the blood in your hand. Just wait, just wait for each other. Until we know that everybody has received. And then we are going to have this together. Because I want us to declare as we take this in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord God. Everybody has received. Amen. In Jesus' name. You can stop the piano. You can just do this, please. 
Amen. If you can hand over to, to him. I want you to hold the, the, the bread in your hand and just make this declaration before God. Say thank you, Father, for the body that was given for me. I thank you that Jesus was nailed to the cross. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement meant for my peace was upon him. I bring the body of Jesus upon the altar. I present the Lamb of God upon my altar. And as I do so, I thank you for your blessing and all the benefits that come as a result of me doing so. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may eat. Give us a lot. Please hold the cup up. Say thank you, Father, for the blood of your son. That was shed for me. I thank you. According to Hebrews 12, verse 24. That the blood of Jesus speaks on my behalf. On my children's behalf. On behalf of my finances, on behalf of my health, on behalf of my marriage, it declares that I'm blessed, that I'm redeemed, that I'm covered, that I'm protected, that I belong to the nation of God, to the household of faith. So as I drink of this cup, which is the life of God for the life of every living thing is in its blood as I drink oh God let life flows in every area of my life that was dying or was about to die let life flows upon my marriage Upon my finances, upon my body, upon every area of my life, that which is dead come to life in Jesus' name. Amen. You may drink of the cup. Our Father, we thank you that there is no stronger altar this hour anywhere in the universe. There is no altar that can outdo what we have done. It doesn't matter where they are gathering, how many they are. There is nothing more powerful than the blood that came from heaven. The blood of the Son of God. The blood that speaks. Let us back. 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 Let
on behalf of your people in the name of Jesus let every wall come tumbling down in Jesus name we pray in the name of Jesus all the padlocks let them be unlocked all the chains be broken in the name of Jesus all the curses be broken everything in our blood that is not of God let it be broken we disconnect ourselves from any connection that goes back into the past to the point where we don't even know we disconnect in Jesus name say hallelujah Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you blessed, Pastor Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.